Hello, friends. Welcome to Story Behind Podcast. This is the show for people who love hearing a good story and who believe the world could use more positivity. We're the team behind God Updates and God Too, and we hope these weekly short stories will brighten your day. Parents of four step in for boy after hearing his heartbreaking shaken baby syndrome story. Written by Mel Johnson. Read by Alyssa Forsberg. After hearing the shaken baby syndrome story of two-month-old Easton, Leanne and Eric Stadler realized God had put them in his life for a reason. When Leanne and Eric Stadler married in 1996, they thought they had things all figured out. They planned on having two kids and living happily ever after as a family of four. But God had much bigger plans for them. God indeed blessed Leanne and Eric with two kids, one boy and one girl, and life was good. But after a few years, God laid it on Eric's heart to have more kids. But another prompting from the Holy Spirit would change things yet again, laying the groundwork for a happy ending to a tragic shaken baby syndrome story. Once again thought their family was complete. The Stadler family ended up trading their home in the suburbs for a smaller home in the country where there would be more room outside for their kids to play. And that's when God again impressed upon Leanne and Eric Stadler that their family wasn't complete. While growing up, Leanne's parents had foster children. Now, Leanne and Eric found themselves longing to do the same. The desire only deepened after discovering how the system was overloaded with more kids than homes. After much prayer and consideration, the couple decided to become foster parents. Over the next few years, they had many foster placements. They built strong relationships with the caseworkers and supervisors at Children's Services and were considered seasoned foster parents. All of this was God preparing them for their future encounter with a heartbreaking shaken baby syndrome story. One day, CPS called Leanne and Eric Stadler about a two-month-old baby boy named Easton who desperately needed a home. The couple immediately agreed to foster him but seeing the child's condition was jarring. I had never seen anything like him. He was blue. His skin showed all the little veins that ran through his body, Leanne recalled. He was so pitiful. He was tiny, frail, motionless, and he honestly resembled an alien. I know it sounds awful, but it was the only way to describe it. They didn't know it yet, but Easton's failure to thrive was from the effects of shaken baby syndrome. He was in such rough shape, Leanne remembers feeling scared to hold him. But at the moment I did, I knew Eric and I were going to fight with everything we had to keep him safe, she says. When CPS initially removed Easton from his home, they'd found him sleeping in soiled clothes, unfed, and starving. At first, the medical team diagnosed him as non-organic failure to thrive, meaning there was no medical reason keeping him from gaining weight. But later, they would learn the damage that this poor boy suffered under the care of his biological parents was far worse. Further investigations into the boy's condition led to an MRI reporting non-accidental head trauma. This meant Easton was suffering from the effects of shaken baby syndrome. 
With mounting evidence, his father finally confessed to shaking Easton one day while he was crying, then throwing him onto the couch. The poor child, who'd been crying because he was hungry, then rolled onto the floor, which caused a seizure. Hearing Easton's shaken baby syndrome story was heartbreaking, but this is the reason God had brought him to Leanne and Eric Stadler. When they first brought Easton home, Leanne said he was like a rag doll, and his eyes seemed void. That sweet baby boy had given up, she said, but we were not giving up on him. The Stadler family poured themselves into Easton's rehabilitation, and it made all the difference. Easton's shaken baby syndrome story could have easily remained tragic. He'd been sentenced to a life of disabilities by his biological parents, but God surrounded Leanne and Eric with a team of specialists dedicated to helping the baby boy overcome as much as possible. Now in a loving home dedicated to his well-being, Easton improved. He gained weight, started physical and speech therapy, and persevered. He even started learning to walk with a brace by age two. Even with some additional diagnoses, Easton has exceeded expectations, and each day he fights to keep overcoming the obstacles before him. He isn't able to keep up with kids his own age, but he is happy, Leanne says. He doesn't see his differences, and he does not let them stop him. During this time, Leanne and Eric knew their home was meant to be where Easton stayed. And after lots of testimony, lots of tears, lots of prayers, and lots of hard work, the courts finally allowed Easton a permanent placement. Just before Thanksgiving and Easton's third birthday, Leanne and Eric Stadler adopted him into their family forever. He became Easton Matthew Stadler, our fifth child, a child who God knew we needed, Leanne explained. Many people say he is blessed to have us, but we disagree. We are so blessed to have him. What a beautiful story of how God can turn things into something beautiful. He transformed a heartbreaking, shaken baby story into one of perseverance, unconditional love, and restoration. As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, to bring to pass, as it is this day, to save many people alive. Genesis 50, 20. Hey listeners, I want to ask you a question. Do you feel like your prayer life is stagnant or stale? Do you desire to make prayer a part of your everyday life? If you answered yes to either of those questions, then we've got a podcast for you. It's called Teach Us to Pray. The Teach Us to Pray podcast, hosted by Christina Patterson, walks you through simple, effective steps to grow the spiritual discipline of prayer in your life. When we grow in prayer, we grow closer to God. You can find the Teach Us to Pray podcast at lifeaudio.com or in your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Story behind the secret inscription only three people know on Wedding Ring of Queen Elizabeth. Written by Aaron Brown. Read by Alyssa Forsberg. Have you ever hidden a message somewhere? Perhaps in a book or inscribed on a tree? You aren't the only one. 
there's a story behind the secret inscription only three people know on the wedding ring of Queen Elizabeth. The queen and her husband know what the inscription reads, and there's only one other person who has seen this inscription. Secrets. They can be good, they can be bad. Sometimes a secret is just a mystery yet to be solved. The wedding ring of Queen Elizabeth is a mystery to most and may forever remain that way. Royal biographer Ingrid Seward was made aware of the mystery as she writes in her book, Prince Philip, A Portrait of the Duke of Edinburgh. She wrote, She never takes it off and inside the ring is an inscription. No one knows what it says other than the engraver, the queen, and her husband. Since the queen's wedding in 1923, the royal family has had a tradition of using wedding bands made out of Welsh gold. Prince Philip, husband and the Duke of Edinburgh, used his knowledge of jewelry to help make the queen's ring. He first consulted his mother, Princess Alice of Battenberg, who gave him a diamond and aquamarine encrusted tiara. Taking his mother's gift, he then consulted a jeweler to repurpose the jewels into what became the Queen's Ring. The prince ended up with a specially designed diamond engagement ring, one with a hidden message. We can safely assume that whatever the message is, is some indication of love. He made much effort to do something special for the special person in his life. Do you have a special person in your life? What can you do today to show your love and affection? Even if you can't afford a diamond ring, could you go for a walk, have a movie night, or fix a nice meal together? Knowing that God constantly pursues in love should encourage us to constantly pursue others. Thank you so much for listening to Story Behind Podcast. We're really glad you joined us for this week's story. To see photos and videos that may have been referenced in this episode, check out the links in the show notes. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe to our podcast and please tell a friend about us. We'd also love it if you'd rate us and leave us a review. It really does help more people find us. This episode was produced and edited by Stacy Marshall. Story Behind is a Salem Web Network production. I'm Don Hawkins, and I once heard Chick-fil-A founder Truett Cathy say, you can tell if a person needs encouragement, check to see if they're breathing. I'd like to invite you to my weekly podcast, Encouragement for You, featuring encouraging guests like Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalley, Dan Cathy, the late Dr. Frank Menrith, Josh McDowell, and more. To subscribe to my weekly Encouragement for You podcast, go to lifeaudio.com. That's lifeaudio.com.